Hello and welcome to the Collapse Experiment. Today we're going to be discussing Occupy Wall Street. Oh yes, that thing. The, the one that was so successful. We're going through all of this all over again. So I've had these debates in the past with people about Occupy and how, I don't know, they had several issues with this, uh, this protest. For one, they didn't have any centralized leadership. They just had people who kind of took up the reins and went on TV and said th some things. But in the end, they, they didn't represent everyone. And of course, if you talk to anybody at Occupy, they all had their own reasons as to why they were protesting to begin with. So, did it do any good? Well, look at the news lately, and it's only been... Mm, 10 years? 10 years since Occupy really kicked off, right? In the meantime, we have this article, Occupy Wall Street, redo. Really, this is from the Economic Prism. The bank is something more than men, I tell you. It's a monster. Men made it, but they can't control it. This is from John Steinbeck, The Grapes of Wrath. Borrowing short and lending long works mostly well. Most of the time, this is how modern banks work. You may be a customer at the bank. You may also supply the product. In short, a bank will pay you a small percent for the deposits in your checking and savings account, which you can withdraw at any time. This is the borrowing short side of the operation. Yada, yada, yada. However, when the Federal Reserve intervenes in the market and presses the federal funds rate to zero and holds it there for two years... From 2020 to 2022, driving yields across the range of multi maturities to 5,000-year lows, something bad is bound to happen. Of course. Of course it is. So is he calling for a new uh, Occupy Wall Street? It also propagates civil disorder, social disconnect, and for what? When banks merge and consolidate over and over again, the implication can be heinous. To this point, for fun and for free, we'll take a look back at the quintessential bank failures of the 20th century. Where to begin? Epic bank failure, 1820. Okay, Salman von Rothschild established uh, his business. Of course, it's a Rothschild Failure of credit and stalt caused Austria to... Okay, so now we're going into Austria. Forced mergers when the Austro-Hungarian Empire... Okay, so this is like a huge um, uh, history lesson on bank failures. And quite frankly, not really interested because I'm already living through... Let's see here. Born in 79, so you had the 89, uh, uh, what was it? Um, I want to say Scandal and Loans, but that's not the name of it. Then you've got the dot-com bubble just before 9-11. Then you had 9-11, and then you had 2008 with the housing market crisis. Uh, 2019 was going to see another one, but then thankfully uh, <clears throat> we had a pandemic, then you had the pandemic and the artificial deflation of an economy. How many of these do I have to live through? And they're talking about 1820. 
However, the loans from Great Britain and the United States were only on a short-term basis. Any failure to renew these loans, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, Occupy Wall Street redo. Oh, here's where the part with the title comes in. Great job on this article, Zero Hedge. The crisis that started in Austria and extended to the European continent continued to Great Britain. Uh, are we back to this history lesson again? God damn it. For example, during the 2008-2009 great financial crisis and bank bailouts, workers, savers, taxpayers also got a raw deal. They lost their jobs. They lost their houses. They lost their life savings, yet the big banks still got their big bonuses. And they probably should have gotten some big bullets too, but nobody in this country has any freaking balls. If you recall, these bailouts trickled, triggered major social discord where 99% took to the streets to occupy Wall Street. The current bailout of SVB pro depositors above and beyond the FDIC limits is resurfacing these same strifes. No shit. Because these people are getting to dip into the... Uh, the piggy bank before all the other banks crash and all of a sudden you with your $500 maybe on a good day in your savings account, you can't withdraw that because there's no money. It already went to Oprah. It already went to Oprah and Gavin Newsom and every other dipshit that decided to put hundreds of millions of dollars into a savings account so that they could get a slightly higher interest return while risking everything. Yeah. California Governor Gavin Newsom's wineries got a bailout. I can't stand this douchebag. Billionaire businessman Mark Cuban's drug company got a bailout. Many other Silicon Valley rich elites got a bailout. Therefore, shouldn't students get a bailout of their student loans? No. No. Uh, how about neither one of these gets a bailout? You make stupid decisions, you have to pay for those decisions. Shouldn't mortgage and credit card debt be canceled? Mm, no. Shouldn't our, our uh, refed? R-I-F-E. Googlers get a bailout so they can keep making big bucks sitting in padded hypnotic meditation chambers. What? I, I don't know what the frick this is referring to. Uh, these questions are absurd, and so is that last sentence. But so are the bailouts of SVB's big depositors and the further consolidation of the banking industry. What if, like Credit and Salt, JP Morgan, Chase, or Bank of America were to fall? Well, I'm not too concerned about Bank of America, who, last time I checked, doesn't even bother to have the American flag. I don't understand what they're the bank of. Is it just... North and South America? Is it the New America? Is it America Ferrer? I don't know. I, I, I don't know what they're the bank of, but it doesn't seem to be the United States. These are the grim opportunities that bank bailouts and bank consolidations make available. After decades of proficiency, pro, prolific, what? Followed by decades of ambivalence and apathy, America is headed for complete financial, economic, societal catastrophe. <laughs> I like saying collapse. I'm sorry. Uh, you can see it. You can hear it. You can feel it. You can taste it. You can smell it. <clears throat> First stop, Occupy Wall Street redo, which will be another economic failure. 
I'm sorry. I'm, I'm tired of these previous Occupy Wall Street. I, I don't self-flagellating uh, while self-masturbating assholes walking around saying that they actually did something. You didn't do anything. Occupy Wall Street was a complete freaking waste of time. You did nothing. You didn't know how to stand up for yourself. You, there, there was, no, you sat in a park. You sat in a park. You made demands. None of them were, like, nobody listened to you. It was just a media shit show from the beginning. Occupy Wall Street was 100% a complete freaking waste of time. <sighs> because you're not a threat. You're not a threat to anyone. Nobody's going to listen to you. What? Oh, they're going to continue to sit in the park. Oh, what are we going to do? Yeah. Um, Occupy Wall Street. I I don't <laughs> I don't understand uh, what the heck you you think. And it, it's like the same people are like, "We shut down the war, man. We protested." And it's like, "No. Congress shut down the war because they got tired of funding it. That's all that happened. It wasn't pressure from the protesters." For what, almost a decade there were protests against the Vietnam War and it took basically Congress getting pissed off at Nixon asking for more money to which uh, for a conflict that Congress never declared war on. They, they didn't declare war on a country. So they're like, no, we're not funding this anymore. Boom. That was the end of Vietnam. We stopped funding it. So yeah, Occupy Wall Street. Uh, if they're going to redo this again, they need to learn some lessons from last time. They need to actually present themselves as somebody that is going to have to be contended with. Uh, when the police show up to move them out, don't move. Like, what the... I, I don't understand how they think any of this is going to affect anything. It's like, oh, we're being heard. No... Yeah, you can be heard, but just like another two-year-old in the room, like eventually dad's going to slap you upside the head and tell you to shut the F up. And do you get the thing that you wanted? No, you're, you're grounded. You're, you're thrown in jail. <laughs> eventually you're going to get spanked. Um, this is the mentality of children. Occupy Wall Street. I think France right now <clears throat> might be on to something because they're burning dumpsters and they're... They're causing a ruckus. They, they're not just being heard. They're saying there's going to be consequences for the stupid shit that Macron is doing. Uh, whereas with Occupy, it was like they're beating drums. They're reading poetry. They're sending messages to each other on typewriters. It's, it was a freaking joke. It still is a joke. And I, I'm just, I, I'm tired of the people who are there acting like they're the greatest thing in the world because they accomplished nothing? I don't get it. Is this like another example of failing up? Who knows? But yeah, this guy is calling for a redo of Occupy. And it, <clears throat> clearly he didn't learn what happened last time, which was nothing. Absolutely nothing. They're doing the same shit all over again. Nobody went to jail. Everybody got their bonuses. Uh, you ended up with inflation. You had, what, uh, four, three, four more years of Obama and uh, more civil rights taken away while you're sitting in a park. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead and do Occupy all over again because um, 
yeah, you're just, for one, you're wasting your time. And uh, two, uh, it, it's just a complete joke. So anyways, uh, do we have any other financial news besides this stupid stuff? I'm almost sorry I posted this. But then again, it just goes to show like how completely retarded some of these people are. It's ridiculous. So let's see here. I want to go into... No, not that one. Uh, let's go into the... Uh, taking away of our civil rights because we have two articles here unfortunately they're right next to each other because this goes to show what is happening in our country because we have uh, oath keepers convicted for um, participating in a mostly peaceful protest on J6 and then we have 16 terrorists on FBI watch list cross southern border in February alone uh, CBP data shows. So I'm going to start with the Oath Keepers first because uh, this one really pisses me off because I have yet to hear about anybody from the BLM riots being convicted for, I don't know, arson, murder, rioting, looting, assault and battery, assaulting a police officer, the, the murders of police officers, because that also happened, the murder of other protesters, because that also happened. Uh, where's the people from Seattle who put up the Chad or Chaz? I don't know. It, it just kept changing names. Um, have any of them been convicted? No, no. But the Oath Keepers, these are people who primarily, um, for the most part, members of this organization served our country by working for the government in some capacity, whether it was as an EMT, whether it was in the armed forces, uh, police officers, former police officers, many Oath Keepers uh, have a similar background, and yet they are being charged with trying to um, <clears throat> stop the ratification of an election? Yeah, okay. Six people affiliated with the Oath Keepers, a far-right militia, no, not really, were convicted Monday on various charges related to the J6 uh, U.S. Capitol insurrection. Again, has anybody been charged with insurrection? <clears throat> I, I think the answer to that is still no. So already in this uh, first sentence, we've got two... Two claims that are not backed up by anything because they're not really far right and uh, there was no insurrection. Four of the defendants were found guilty, guilty on all of the charges they face, including conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding. Where's the conspiracy to uh, destroy the U.S. economy? Was anybody convicted of that? Is anybody going to be convicted of that now? Okay, I'll move on. Uh, conspiracy to prevent a member of Congress from doing their duty. They don't do, they, they stop themselves from doing their own job. When are we going to start charging them with, uh, I don't know, being a, a deadbeat, uh, a welfare queen? <laughs> Come on. Destruction of government property and civil disorder. Um, yeah, I don't really agree with either of those either because... Again, where were the people convicted of trying to set fire to the Portland uh, federal courthouse repeatedly over and over again? 
Where was that? Haven't seen it. <clears throat> the high-level convictions of four defendants is another significant win for the Justice Department, which has worked for years to bring consequences against people who say plotted, who they say plotted for violence at the Capitol that day. They did a piss poor job of that, by the way. Like no weapons, nothing. Okay, weird. Uh, the largest criminal investigation in the department's history. That is sad. I thought that was the Unabomber, but oh no, not that guy. And comes as some conservatives continue to promote the false narrative the riots were peaceful. Wait, what? Some conservatives continue to promote the false narrative. False narrative? How about fuck you? Where, where was this back in 2020? Fiery, but mostly peaceful. Um, yeah, I, I really, there's times where I just want to take a baseball bat to some of those people because uh, clearly when, when people are having their businesses destroyed, when people are losing their lives, when um, insurance is not going to pay out the losses that these, the life savings that these people are losing, um, and you're, you're, Siding with the rioters. Um, I have a huge issue with you. <sighs> okay. Sandra Parker, Laura Steele, Connie Meggs, and William Isaacs were accused of entering the Capitol. So most of these are women. Uh, Entering the Capitol during the riot and attempting to make their way to the Senate chamber before being deterred by pepper spray and police officers in the building. Being deterred by pepper spray. Two defendants were convicted of a lesser charge of entering and remaining on restricted grounds, but acquitted of the most serious charges alleging the group conspired to stop Congress from certifying Joe Biden's electoral victory. Wait a minute. So if these these two people were acquitted and they were part of the same group, doesn't that mean that there was no conspiracy and that the other four people should be also be let go? Isn't that weird? The jury remains deadlocked on two counts for those two defendants and will continue to deliberate. Prosecutors said that these two defendants, Michael Green, a vet military veteran accused of being the Oath Keepers operation leader on J6, and Benny Parker, the husband of Sandra, did not go to the Capitol itself, but were still part of the, the same conspiracy that two people were acquitted of, of being a part of. Weird. Several other members and affiliates of the Oath Keepers have been convicted by juries in Washington, D.C. of seditious conspiracy, including the group's leader, Stuart Rhodes. Yeah, seditious conspiracy. Okay, yeah, even though they're on camera saying that they're there to help and actually were filmed aiding the police officers and maintaining the security of the Capitol. Weird. Through, though the six defendants in the case were accused of working with Oath Keepers that were convicted of seditious conspiracy, no one in this case faced that charge. Hmm. Instead, the Parkers, Green, Steele, and Megs, Isaac, were charged with conspiring to obstruct the official proceeding. So there's more than one conspiracy? Are, wow. Huh. 
which is less politically fraught, but carries the same maximum sentence of 20 years in prison. Are you effing kidding me? I'm, I'm, why is the Biden administration not facing prison time for conspiring with rioters and getting them freed on bond and bail? Um, after, I don't know, arson, murder, like all the other weird things that BLM writers were doing. Didn't they not conspire to overthrow the, the country? 20, was it 20 billion in damages? <clears throat> Something like that? Something crazy? I don't know. Uh, God knows what I did, Meg said as she walked out of the courtroom following her conviction. Uh, Stephen Brenwald... Uh, Benny Parker's attorney told reporters Benny would rather have been convicted uh, himself than his wife, Sandra. He didn't go inside the building. That's the only difference. District Judge Amit Mata. Wasn't that one of the 9-11 hi hijackers? Amit Mata denied the government's motion to detain these six individuals pending their sentencing, noting that they have each obeyed conditions of release in the case. Oh, they obeyed. Isn't that what they want all of us to do, fuckers? Mistrial request rejected. The trial had briefly descended into chaos Monday after revelations that the jury had access to their ongoing deliberations to two video clips that the judge had prohibited during the trial. Yeah, missed trial, rejected. How fortunate. Defense lawyers moved for a mistrial after they discovered that the two video clips, which were part of a montage put together by federal prosecutors to show the overall violence that happened on J6, were given to jurors to review. This, this is grounds for mistrial. If they weren't there, they shouldn't be seeing it because they're influencing their decision by showing the acts of other people. This is bullshit. Neither of these videos show actions taken by any of the defendants while at the U.S. Capitol. Wow, I haven't read this article before, so I kind of knew like what was coming. One seven-second clip shows rioters breaching the west side of the building, while the other video shows law enforcement officers being accosted by rioters while trying to close a gate at the Capitol Visitor Center. I just can't believe the only remedy at this point is a mistrial. Mata said Monday morning on a Washington, D.C. courtroom rejecting the request for a mistrial. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe? Well, you're either right or you're either wrong, and a maybe in a court of law just doesn't suffice, dude. Uh, maybe you should step down as a judge and maybe get your fucking shit together. This is a mistrial. This is motions for a mistrial, but... Um, yeah, there's something going on under your robe, under that bench, and, uh, and I'm guessing it's the Biden administration stroking your ego, dude. Defense lawyer Julie Holler first flagged the mistake on Wednesday, prosecutor said, but the situation wasn't brought to the judge's attention until Friday. Holler, who has clashed with Mata before, said the jurors had access to the footage for several days and had already come to a verdict on some counts. This is how trials work. For those of you who haven't done it before, Mata responded, What? Fuck you, Mata. 
Uh, defense attorneys were able to review the exhibits jurors were given, he said, and most had signed a filing that said they jointly agreed on the exhibits with, with prosecutors. None of the defense lawyers did what I instructed. Mata. Everybody had at least a weekend to ask for what had been sent back and review it. Mata said defense counsel did not do it. That's fine. One particularly tense moment. Holler interrupted Mata to say that she had not signed that agreement with prosecutors. Oh, am I asking Mata shot back? Wait, what? I really hate this judge at this point. Ordering her to sit down and not to interrupt again. Um, Mata also, no, she has the right to uh, uh, protest. That's just, uh, that's her job. If there's something that is not going uh, <clears throat> with the court proceedings as they're supposed to go, then she has the right to stand up and say, uh, no, I did not sign. Did I ask? Mata also instructed at least two other defense lawyers, William Shipley and Eugene Rossi, to sit down during the tense exchange. No, no. I'm sorry, but if they did, if the defense did not sign off on it or agree to it, that's a mistrial. <laughs> Mata, you didn't do your job, dipshit. I'm not going to ask you if you have reviewed them. <clears throat> I'm not going to ask you if you have reviewed them, Mata said to the jury. If you haven't reviewed them, I'm going to ask you to ignore them. If you have, please disregard no, you already influenced their decision. Sorry, that's that's how this works. That's how this just, justice system works. The fact that you fucked up, Mata, means that these people get to go. You don't get to cover your ass. Mata also instructed the jury to reconsider the verdicts as they already reached in light of the absence of these videos. Mm-hmm. One juror raised his hand and asked Mata whether the jury panel would be allowed to review the two clips and see whether they were taken into consideration during the deliberations over the past week. Then the judge said no, meaning they're not, they weren't supposed to see them to begin with. <laughs> the juror turned to another juror and the two threw their hands up. Yeah, this is a fucking joke. The third juror took a deep breath and put her hands behind her head. The jury resumed deliberating Monday morning with a new copy of the evidence, which excludes the two videos. This, no, this is not how the court is supposed to work. Mata, you're not doing your fucking job. Um, you, you need to step down and find something else to do. I don't know. Uh, watch Better Call Saul because he probably has a better understanding of how this works than you do. Prosecutors rest in Proud Boy's seditious conspiracy case after nine weeks of courtroom drama. Yeah, these guys need to be let go too. In the same D.C. courthouse Monday, federal prosecutors rested their case on the trial against five members of the Proud Boys charged with seditious conspiracy for their alleged role in the J6 Capitol riots. Prosecutors presented evidence to the jury they say show four leaders of the far right for... Far right four? Leaders of the far right four. Is this like a new title that they have for these guys? Enrique Tario, who wasn't at J6, Ethan Nording, uh, Joseph Biggs, and Zachary Real. 
encouraging their members of the organization to act violently at the Capitol on J6. Prosecutors allege that Tario, who was the chairman of the organization, oh, and by the way, he was also sitting in a Capitol Police jail cell during this whole thing. Uh, they say that Nordin Biggs, Capitol that day, stood back and allowed their, allowed, yes, because these people are not individuals anymore. They're supposed to be taking orders from a militia. That's, that's not how that works. Allowed other members to take action and then followed close behind once a path was cleared. The fifth defendant, Dominic Pizzola, was one of those who acted violently on their behest. On their behest. Uh, bro, could you hit that cop for me? <laughs> According to prosecutors, Tario was not at the Capitol that day. It's very well known where he was. All five defendants have pled not guilty. Their attorneys have begun to call defense witnesses. Though jury selection started late December, the trial began in earnest with opening statements in January. The nine-week presentation of evidence by prosecutors was marred with courtroom drama, hijinks, and threats from the judge to hold defense lawyers in contempt. This story has been updated with additional developments. Yeah. So we've got... God, two trials. Uh, Oath Keepers, yeah, that should have been a mistrial. 9-11 um, hijacker judge dude. Um, you clearly, there. there's, you're not supposed to have a bias. You're supposed to run the court. And clearly this was against the defendants. Uh, your actions speak volumes and there's, I just, I don't understand uh, what the hell your your problem is other than you're, you're not doing your job. You're doing a job for someone, but not the job that you're supposed to be doing. So yeah, um, just more rights being taken away. So we've got hippie protesters on their way again. We've got uh, Oath Keepers and Proud Boys likely going to prison for doing less than the BLM riots? I don't know. I don't know how you can't consider J6 to be a mostly peaceful protest. It wasn't even fiery. Oh, no. No, no. <laughs> no fires. Weird. Uh, I guess they didn't get the memo. Like, hey, roll the dumpster in. We have to have a fiery but mostly peaceful protest here. No, they didn't even do that. So, yeah, uh, this is what is happening. It's sad. Uh it just doesn't, I don't understand what the hell's going on in this country. It's because everything's collapsing. Keep on typing.